everyone to the Apocalary Podcast. I'm Steve. He is uh, Larry. I think I think I think we're going to handle this well enough. I can just be Larry tonight. Oh yes, it's kind of like the the ease your seat back, undo the top button of your shirt. Just it's the comfortable comfortable edition. This is yeah. This is we're built for uh, for comfort, Steve. Ah, we are a we are. A I'm, I'm I'm I've joined a tennis club, so. Well, there you go. Yeah, and I've played. I played. They 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 brought me in right away to play mixed doubles, and I had a great time. Nice. And then I played men's men's doubles, and I'm men's doubles again Saturday, and yeah. Sunday is mixed doubles again. Oh, look at you! Look so at they me. said they'd only put me in when they needed me, and it appears they need me all the time. Yeah. Well, nice. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. nice to be. Isn't it nice to be wanted? It's nice to be wanted. Yes. Yeah. And one guy even said, "I wish I could serve like you," and I thought. How bad are you that you want to serve like me? Yeah, I think you should let go of that dream. But no, yeah, you yeah. actually, you're, you're a very good tennis player, my friend. Uh, folks, um, now that we're going to transition away from uh, tennis talk with Larry. Yes, well, I had to say that thing about the serve because in I've been playing for many, many years. And that's the first <laughs> time I've ever heard that. <laughs> Well, I was going to say we're kind of on a roll because remember a couple of weeks ago, we actually had bird talk with Larry too. <laughs> yes. Yes. The fowler, the snare of the, and yeah. the snare of the fowler is actually here in this, in this passage. Yes. We, remember oh. we said bird watchers are sometimes called twitchers. There you go. There you go. But they, they discovered that was considered um, a derogatory term. <laughs> like just about every other term that guys my age know. <laughs> 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 what a what a perfect perfect place to start uh, with Hosea then. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so, buddy, we're back in Hosea again, and you want to take a look at chapter four. What are we going to look at tonight? Well, remember he he got married to the prostitute, mm -hmm. and then um, she she left him for another man, and he bought her back, and then stayed with her, and they kind of lived platonically at least for a while, um, to all to say what Israel had done wrong. Now he's going to turn around and tell Israel what God's charge against them is. Mm -hmm. And remember, there's Israel is the northern kingdom, the ten tribes that started with Jeroboam. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So you want me to just jump in and read the first little bit? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Maybe read down to stop at four. Okay. Uh, right, folks. Hosea right, four. Read to three. Yeah, yeah I, I'm with, I, oh, hey, we're professionals. We know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chapter four of Hosea, sorry, in verse one. Hear the word of the Lord, you Israelites, because the Lord has a charge to bring against you who live in the land. There is no faithfulness, no love, no acknowledgement of God in the land. There is only cursing, lying, and murder, stealing, and adultery. They break all bounds, and bloodshed follows bloodshed. Because of this, the land dries up. And all who live away, live in it waste away. Beasts of the field, the birds in the sky, and the fish in the sea are swept away. Yeah, and I thought this was this was a, a, a pretty interesting way to start. So so he's of course saying to them, look, you're not loving God. You don't you don't love God, you know. Um and he says, he says, you're not acknowledging God. And this becomes very important a little later on in this chapter. He says, you're cursing, you're lying, you're murdering, you're stealing, there's adultery, and you're breaking your bonds. Um, pretty normal stuff for modern day Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he says, then he says, bloodshed follows bloodshed. And I, I wondered whether that just meant, you know, you're, somebody gets killed and that, that causes someone else to get killed. The commentaries I read said, 
there there is there is there is so much going on that that the inc- that the incidents of bloodshed are bumping up against each other. Mm. It's almost like when um, I read a thing about it was a it was a kind of a sci-fi movie about Los Angeles. Oh no, it wasn't. It was actually a guy who came to Canada and said, "Oh, Canada's so cute." In Vancouver, they actually mention their murders on the front page like it matters. Hmm. I'm from Los Angeles. It's back on the fifth, sixth page of the newspaper. Right. right. And for our younger uh, listeners, a newspaper (laughs) is the thing we used to read. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that's not so bad. But but that's what was going on in Israel, right? Mm -hmm. But here's, Mm -hmm. here's the thing I find really interesting. He says, because of this, so because people are not living godly lives, mm-hmm. he says, because of that, the land is drying up. Because of that, the people are going to waste away the beer, the beasts of the field and the birds in the sky. He says, even the fish aren't going to be around because of their sinfulness. Mm. God is punishing not only them, but the land that they live in. And, and the reason I wanted to mention that is because he's leading them toward the the Assyrian um, captivity, like, like we're going to end up there. But, but it was something a teacher of mine once said, and I, and I, I'm not the right kind of scholar to deal with this type of thing. But one of my old teachers said, because of the way Canadians are acting now, and because we're turning against God, he believed that there was going to be a judgment on our nation. And, and I don't know if it's true. Because the things that are happening in Canada and happening around the world, is it because we're all turning away from God? Is it because of the actions of the people in our country, the actions of this land? Or is it because, you know, Canada's getting older and the resources are going away and, and, Mm. you know, and therefore these other things are happening. So what I'm wondering, what I don't know is are the things happening to us natural? Or is there a supernatural element to them? You know, you know, honor your father and your mother, it will go well with you in the land. Honor God and, and he will treat you well in the land. And and we're not doing that. And therefore, we're struggling in our land. And I'm not making a comment on, I'm like, I'm not making a judgment on that because I really do not know. Mm-hmm. I just find it interesting that he says, because Israel is doing what they're doing, they are going to suffer the consequences in the land itself. Mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. kind of a, one of those weird things yeah yeah so 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 no comment from this from this you know uh, uh scholar learned <laughs> scholar let's go with yes. learned scholar <laughs> yeah 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 about this aspect but I, I just want to throw it out there for people to think about yeah 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 okay jumping back in at verse four folks uh, and what, do you want me to read four or five in that little bit of six, kind of that natural break there? Yeah. But let no one bring a charge. Let no one accuse another. For your people are like those who bring charges against a priest. You stumble day and night, and the prophets stumble with you. So I will destroy your mother. My people are destroyed from the lack of knowledge. Kind of weird, isn't it? You could mm-hmm. actually read the next section. Yep. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also reject you as my priests. Because you have ignored the law of your God, I will also ignore your children. The more priests there were, the more they sinned against me. They exchanged their glorious God for something disgraceful. They feed on the sins of my people They rel- and relish their wickedness. 
And it will be like people, like priests. I will punish both of them for their ways and repay them for their deeds. So the argument here is, is not only against the people of Israel, but against the priests of Israel. And, and if you remember, the priests of Israel weren't like the priests of Judah. The, the priests of Judah followed the line of Aaron. Mm-hmm. Remember, Aaron was the, was the first guy. There was Moses, his brother Aaron was a priest. And Aaron's offspring is the Levitical priesthood. Right. Okay. So, so Judah stayed with the Levitical priesthood, right. at, at least until until the um, until the um, the exile that they went into. But but Israel, the ten tribes, um, Jeroboam took over the ten tribes, and remember he set up a, he set up a place of worship in Dan in the north and uh, Beersheba in the south. Okay. Right? And there was also a lot of idolatry going on. But if you read back, it says that he actually picked common people and made them priests. Ah, ah, so, ah. Yeah. So, Jim, what are you doing on Friday? I don't know. <laughs> well, would, you, would you like to be a priest? You know? and, yeah. and those were the priests of Israel. So the priests of Israel were, were not God's choice. The hmm. priests of Judah were God's choice, but the priests of Israel were just guys. Hmm. Um, and and they, they, they did everything wrong they um they followed the 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 will of the land and jeroboam sinned and they sinned and and they weren't doing the godly thing there there were a couple of good kings along the way so he says your priests stumble right yeah and and they they are they're the ones they're like people who bring charges against a priest now that's not the bad priest that's that you should not be bringing charges against priests because priests are the ones who judge the people so the people shouldn't be judging the priests Hmm. And he says you stumble. Now stumbling at night is normal, right. but stumbling in the day is kind of a kind of a drunkard's thing to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And he says, even your prophets. So this is a prophet telling them that their prophets are no good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It almost feels like if you were a prophet, like I am a prophet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm okay, but you guys over there are losers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. There's no bugs on us. Um, and so he says, therefore, I'm going to destroy your mom. Yeah. You know, even back in the Bible times, they did, they went right for the mother jokes right away, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and the people are destroyed uh, from their lack of knowledge, which I recall somebody putting at the beginning of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't remember my exact paraphrase of it. But <laughs> and, and the lack of knowledge here is, is the lack of the knowledge of God, right? Yep. And you've rejected the knowledge of God by bringing in improper priests. And, and you're, you're not paying attention to what God wants you to pay attention mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And we can make this as modern as we want. I mean, you know, it, this doesn't have to just sit with these guys. Now he says, I'm going to ignore your children. And that's an Old Testament thing. Mm-hmm. The sins of the father will be, you know, will go against your children for what's how many generations? Seven? Something like for, that, yeah. yeah. For a while anyway, for for, yeah. for many generations. And the, the priests, they sinned against me. They exchanged God for something disgraceful. They exchanged the glorious God. Now that's a role that's kind of mentioned in Romans mm-hmm. when he talks about um the sexual immorality of the people and said they they changed um the image of God for something disgraceful. So it's kind of that was picked up in the New Testament as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these priests feed on the sins of the people. So basically what it says is they allow the sins of the people to carry on because they're benefiting from their sins. Right. Right. 
I thought it had something to do with Sin Eater, but that's a whole different thing. This, this is, this is, um, this is the priests are acting wickedly and punishing them both. Yeah. Yeah. So basically all of society has fallen apart when Jeroboam set this thing together and made normal people and, and brought in idolatry. He, he set them on a path to ruin. Mm. So it's very much serve God and do okay. Yeah. Yeah. And funny to think that he gave Jeroboam a choice and Jeroboam just screwed it up. Jeroboam could have been the greatest guy on the planet, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah, he completely screwed it up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Verse 10. They will. I would not have done that. No, oh, oh no, no. That's like with a, with lottery winnings, there's no way we would mess that up. Um <laughs> Actually, there's every way we'd mess that up. Oh, but... we would mess it up. So <laughs> yeah. Okay, starting at verse 10, folks. They will eat, but not have enough. They will engage in prostitution, but not flourish. Because they have deserted the Lord they, to give themselves to prostitution. Old wine and new wine take away their understanding. My people consult a wooden idol, and a diviner's rod speaks to them. A spirit of prostitution leads them astray, and they are unfaithful to their God. They sacrifice on the mountaintops and burn offerings on the hills. Under oak, poplar, and terebinth. 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 Oh, I'm almost made it. Where the shade is pleasant. Therefore, your daughters turn to prostitution, and your daughter-in-laws to adultery. You might I as well read. Just read. Yeah, read the next uh, fourteen as well. Okay. I will not punish your daughters when they turn to prostitution, nor your daughters-in-law when they commit adultery, because the men themselves consort with harlots and sacrifice with shrine prostitutes. A people without understanding will come to ruin. That's kind of interesting, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Because normally they would be very upset with their daughters for doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And and the the answer is, but you're doing the wrong thing. Um, I can't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be upset. So so he basically starts off saying, You're not, you're not gonna be satisfied in your life. You're gonna eat, but you're not gonna have enough. You're gonna you're gonna engage in prostitution, but not but it's not going to fulfill you. You're not gonna flourish in this. Right. Right. Um, you've deserted the Lord, you've given yourselves over to prostitution and drunkenness. I'll throw in drunkenness, mm -hmm. old wine and new wine. Yep. Um, you have no understanding. You're and and what Jeroboam brought in was idolatry, the idolatry yep. of the Canaanites, right? Yeah. Um, with the idols and the diviners' rods a spirit of prostitution this time. And this is all about, remember Hosea married the prostitute and to talk about how they were turning away from God. So that's the spirit of prostitution. Right. It's, right. this is not just actual prostitution. This is, this is a whole attitude of, of um, we don't actually need God. Mm -hmm. um, and you're sacrificing on the mountaintops. That's a pagan thing to do. Right. Remember Balaam in the, right. Uh, or, um, who was it? Elijah and the and the four hundred prophets, prophets, prophets of Baal. Of Baal yeah. Prophets of Baal, yeah. Um, and um, the oak and the poplar and the terebinth. Those are those are those are trees, and they're um, like their shade is pleasant. But these are these are pagan things too, right? Oaks mm. and stuff like that. Um, and your daughters have become prostitutes because you've not taught them to be anything different. Mm. And when you go to punish them for doing this, I will not allow that because you have not taught them to do anything different. Mm. My, my dad, if she says my dad is turning to prostitutes, 
you know, what difference does it make what I do with my body? Right. Right. Yeah. And there, and your daughters-in-law are falling into this as well. And, and I don't want to just say this sounds like us, but maybe I will say this sounds like us, not you and me, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) But, but it's true, right? We move from thing to thing that takes away our attention from serving the Lord of, of heaven. Right. Yeah. 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 And, um, and that's that's what Israel has done. So let's stay with Israel because if we talk about us, that would be a drag yep. for everybody. So we'll just stay with Israel. And Israel is doing this thing. And they had shrine prostitutes, and, and they've been turning to these shrine prostitutes ever since ever since they came into the land. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. And judges, um, right? Doesn't it mention it in judges and oh yeah, yeah, very much so. Kings and yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so so it's it's not an uncommon thing. All right, verse 15, folks. Though you, Israel, commit adultery, do not let Judah become guilty. Do not go to Gilgal. Do not go to beth And do not swear as surely as the Lord lives. The Israelites are stubborn, like a stubborn heifer. Um, I, I think I might have used that once out loud. Um, <laughs> how then can the Lord pasture them like lambs in a meadow? Ephraim is joined to idols. Leave them alone. When their drinks are gone, they continue their prostitution. Their rulers dearly love shameful ways. A whirlwind will sweep them away, and their sacrifices will bring them shame. Yeah. So he, so he just says, look, Israel's doing bad. He says, I hope, I hope Judah does not. Hmm. Like, like at this point in history, Judah still has a few good, good kings. Um, they're they're still cleaning up the land and and following God. So that's what he's saying. Israel, Israel, it's it's done, but Judah's still okay. Um, Gilgal is an interesting place. Hmm. If you remember, Gilgal, when Joshua crossed the River Jordan, was it Joshua? Yeah, Joshua crossed the River Jordan with the people of Israel. Right. They set up the twelve stones hmm. um, hmm. To, as as a commemoration of that. That was Gilgal. And later, when they decided that they needed to circumcise all the men, they did that at Gilgal as well. So Gilgal, um, so that they could go and take over the land and 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 come back to God. Yeah. yeah. And so Gilgal was was actually started as quite an important place. By the time that um, that Jeroboam comes on the scene, he turns it into an idolatrous place, and so it, it's completely bad. Um, Beth Avon, I think there was a Beth Avon, Avon, Beth Avon, earlier on. But um, but by this point in history, um, they think that that he's actually referring to Bethel here. Mm. And Bethel means house of God. And he's changed the name to Beth Avon, which means house of um, house of vanity or house of deception. Oh, so, so it's actually an insult, actually. Quite an insult on the old house of God. Yeah, yeah. because, again, they're doing idolatry there. And they're they're you know and they're and they're swearing to the uh, using the Lord's name in their in their oaths and he's saying you can't do that guys, like yeah. like you're you're living so badly, you're like a heifer, um, <laughs> a stubborn one at that, <laughs> a stubborn heifer. Yes, yes, yes. I don't yes, know too can. many compliant heifers, but anyway, you know what? <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. And a lamb in the meadow, by the way, um, a lamb in the meadow, he's okay if the shepherd's with him. But if the lamb's in the meadow by himself, he's pretty much screwed. Yeah, he's done for. <laughs> he, he is going to be eaten. Yeah. And that's the whole idea is there's no, that there is no protection for these guys. Mm. Ephraim is joined to idols. So when you read the word Ephraim in these 
passages. That's another name for Israel. Yeah. So Ephraim and Manasseh were Joseph's sons. Mm -hmm. And um, when they went into the land, they still they still divided it into 12. But Levi did not get a portion. And both of Joseph's sons got a portion. Ephraim was one of them. And, th and they, they were the biggest tribe. So oftentimes they'll use the term Ephraim for Israel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he says, you you know, you finish drinking, but you're still you're still carrying on in your evil ways. And mm. this is all going to end suddenly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do we stop there? Or do we do chapter five? Up to you. Let's stop there. Okay. Yeah. Folks, that's it. That's a, a nice um, little snippet into Hosea 4, and then possibly thinking of what it can mean to us today. Yeah. Like Larry said, we don't know how, what we can do with this, but, you know, what's that phrase? Let, let the hear, <laughs> let the hear, hear the words, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think there is a call to return to God. Yeah. And, you know, if you're away from God, then there's a call for you to return to God. Yeah. 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 That's pretty simple. Yeah. Folks, thank you so much for joining us. My friend, thanks for doing that. That was awesome. And we'll be back again next week. Sorry, we're, we're off by a day. By the time we get this out, it might be a day late or something like that. But we'll try to keep back on schedule again. We're, we're slowly getting back to uh, back to normal again. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next time, I was Steve, he was Larry, and this is the Apocalypse Podcast.